One couple, a huge health crisis, and three years of transformation. We're not medical professionals. We're two ordinary people who've been on an extraordinary journey. Each episode is unscripted, and we discuss one aspect of how we're learning to be well. Thank you for listening. Okay, so um, as I mentioned last week, very briefly, um, we are sitting um, on the uh, Welsh mountainside, um, almost quite literally. Of it, we're, uh, we are inside, though, and it's pouring with rain outside. Um, and it's beautiful, isn't it? Sam? Oh, it's absolutely stunning. Mm. If you like rain, this is a great holiday. <laughs> yes. Because it's rained every single day. If you're not too keen on sun, it's perfect. <laughs> if you like wind yes. and cold, yes. come to Wales. Yes. But I'll, I'll well, advise the tourist board of their new strategy. I have to say, I love it. Mm. I love it too. I have to say, it's not for everybody. It's, it's, so you but I love need it. to bring your wellies, that's all I would say. Yeah, bring your wellies. So um, being here has... Um, inspired me a bit with a few aspects so last week um i asked sam about the internet because we haven't had any online connection this week and we've um turned our phones off i mean not that there's any signal and um it's been uh, very peaceful hasn't it it's so peaceful yeah so i've got another aspect of the world i would say rather than life and um i because you know i really don't know it's such a big subject if it, if if they help us to be well or if not or what your opinion is sam and i'm sure you have lots of opinions mm. so it's basically we're sitting here at the table and there's a window in front of us and on the other side of the window is a um, bird table and um the uh, the little birds are coming to feed at the bird table so i'm thinking about birds Mm. which is a big subject i know mm. um but there's and there's not just birds in themselves but how we react to birds how we you know what we do with them if you know what i mean um, <laughs> um how they are seen by us can they be a part of being well or are they just you know things another, with wings things with are they just things <laughs> with wings that eat bugs and nuts like they're doing now so i can see a chaffinch and a blue tit yes um, yes. at the minute not that i'm the best bird spotter in the world and where we are uh, you can see red kites well that i would say spotting a red kite don't you think it's such an i don't know what is is it it's a large um it's a very large bird of prey yeah i'd sorry i don't mean what is it yet i don't mean a, a red yeah. kite let's go fly a kite not yeah. that kind of kite yeah. um what is it about the red kite seeing a red kite swooping that makes oh it's majestic that is good for us it's majestic mm. it's rare it's rare yes it's, and it's uh, it's seeing an animal looking in full composure and uh, <laughs> swooping around and uh, it's just a magical thing to see may i ask you mm. a lovely subject great subject i don't know what the subject's going to be but i'm very pleased with this one is it by chance, because you read Daphne du Maurier's The Birds when we were here. <laughs> no, do you know? No, this is funny because I was thinking of talking to you about birds before, and then I read The Birds. So there are some short stories. There's some books here, sorry, and so I picked up uh, Daphne du Maurier's 
collection of short stories. And I love Daphne du Maurier. She's brilliant. And I read The Birds. And since then, I've, I have been looking at The Birds on the bird table, thinking, are they going to start attacking us? <laughs> yes. And uh, one came in accidentally earlier. Oh, just one. And mm. obviously, it was absolutely terrified. Ooh. Couldn't wait to get out. But still, I was like, oh, is it starting? No. <laughs> so, yes, The Birds is a very menacing book about birds that uh, get together collectively and, and gang and up on the humans. Short, short but story. It, and a film. Isn't it a uh, Hitchcock film? Yeah. Isn't it interesting? People will have a different take. I think some people, um, many, many people, uh, find birds so charming. And some people are actually uh, frightened of birds. Yeah. Um, There's no sort of in-between, is there? What do you think, Sam? Well, I was um, always found them a little bit uh, alien and other until um, I started taking more of an interest in them Mm. because I was going to... The, uh, there's a local museum that is just full of um, curiosities and uh, stuffed birds from the Victorian era, and I was going there to sketch. It's really birds. odd, by yeah, the way. Yeah, it's a very odd museum it's called the. Co- <laughs> <laughs> Sam's going to say the name wrong, so I'm ready to leave it. Sorry, Sam. Go on, take it. I around. call it the Bird and Booth Museum, but apparently it's called the Booth Museum of Natural History. Yeah. What? Why I can't call it the Bird and Booth Museum, I don't know. Well, you do. Anyway. What do you mean you can't? <laughs> Well, just to be accurate, it's called the, what's it called? The Booth Museum of Natural History. Yes, in Brighton. In Brighton, anyway. It's you, very odd and everybody should visit it. It's brilliant. Yes, it's, it's very... odd It is odd. amazing. It is odd. And they have a lot of stuffed birds from the Victorian era in there. In their, and with their painted natural habitat behind them. Yes, yes. <laughs> you can't but feel those birds are doing a lot happier in the natural habitat rather yes. behind a glass case. But, yes, you know. but it seems as they are in there. But they are there now. Anyway, mm-hmm. what I was doing um was going once a week to sketch six of these birds and then coming back the next week to sketch another six mm. and remembering the names of the birds and using it as a mindful exercise in sketching as well as a memory exercise in remembering the birds and um uh, and and certain characteristics and elements of their habitat and mm. stuff like that so mm. um it was a good little uh way to expand plasticity and uh, neural neurological health you know it's brain training for me mm. but mm. I, I didn't do it because I had an interest in birds mm. I did it because it was it was a appropriate little task for me to do it's 10 minutes up the road and I could do that every Monday and so on mm. but in the process I started uh, getting a little soft spot for the birds mm. and first of all appreciating the the you know sheer variety and the character, obviously, they do have character, but as humans, we tend to put character upon them based on their characteristics. Um, and they are yeah, absolutely um, fascinating. Well, of course they're fascinating. I think the Royal Society for RS, what's it called? RSP, RSPB. PB, yeah, is, is the biggest uh, the biggest charity in the, in the country, isn't it? It's got the biggest number of members. Yeah, a million. That's amazing. Um, so apparently they're quite popular. Yeah, Sam's just uh, discovered that fact. Um, I love uh, I love um, bird watching, not as a hobby, although you know I can imagine getting into it. You know, going up to 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 some remote island off the Northumbrian coast to spot curlicues or whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah. um, unless I've got that name wrong. <laughs> Apologies. I, I, it, sounded, it sounded good. <laughs> um, yeah, so watching the little birds and listening to the bird song in the morning. Yes, yes, that, that has been lovely. That's, that's a huge aspect of. Can you hear that us. bird song with all the rain going on? Yeah, I can hear it. Yes, yes. I can hear it by the sound of your 
chatter. <laughs> chatterfinch. Chatterfinch, that's, that's me. A, Sam was a bird, she'd be a chatterfinch. Um, yes. Um, they also, yeah, and I also I can see why people would find them a bit scary, especially when mm. they're in your house, they're all outside, mm. but inside. Mm. Now, we've been talking about the extremes of birds. Yes. So the red kite. Um, yeah, I love seeing a red kite or any bird of prey. And I think there's something, all of us humans, if you unless you're scared of birds, but love seeing a bird of prey because I think it's, it's we like, I don't know if identify is the right word, but the idea of swooping Mm. Um, above the world, looking down on it. Um, Especially for someone like you who loves freedom. I mean, it is the emblem of freedom, isn't it? Well, you know, when I was a, a kid, I used to want to be able to fly like a bird. And well, I'm saying when, I'm a, when I was a kid, I still do. I just know it's not possible. <laughs> Whereas I used yeah. to think if I wanted it really hard enough, <laughs> I might be able to do it. But apparently not so. Gravity, etc. Um, they, those birds, they look like they've got their, their stuff down, don't mm. they? They kind of look like mm. they've got it sorted. Mm. Now, um, and the birds are part of the ecosystem and they're much more successful at living than humans are. So in that way, they're an inspiration as well. I mean, mm. they know how to live. They don't, yeah. uh, they don't need, you know, manuals or the internet. No, no, they don't. <laughs> um, they just know. They know when to migrate. They know how to See, nest. They don't it, learn this. They just know it. That's quite amazing. If That's there, so amazing. If there was a bird internet... <laughs> You know, you a burtonet, a burtonet. Yeah, they would. You would see that they would be pecking away. They wouldn't they? And then they, you know, they put on a bit of weight, and then their wings wouldn't work so well. And you know, then they think, oh, I can't be bothered to go for a fly right now. I'll just check something out, some ridiculous uh, sort of little fact factoid. Yeah, I, I, I think yeah, you, you're on your own there, Sam. <laughs> I've gone, I've gone too left field there. A, a, a literal flight of fancy. Yes. But what about the medium birds? And I'm thinking about uh, the, our urban friends, the seagull and the pigeon. Mm. Um, you know, when people think of birds, do they always think of uh, the birds that we see all the time, mm. basically, especially if you live by the seaside? Well, seagulls. I mean, they get a they get a bad rep, don't they? But they're, oh, they are so noisy. They are so noisy, and they're you know, so audacious. They will come up and eat your sandwiches and things. So, yeah. now, it's difficult for me to find love in my heart for the seagull. Well, I think for any, if, I like them if I imagine them out to sea. But when they start coming into the urban environments, especially pecking around your rubbish bins and all the rest of it, it, it is tricky to find uh, to, to have a soft spot for a seagull. Yes. Is it not true, though, that um, pigeons and seagulls are there basically because of us? Yeah. Well, they, yeah, they're only trying to make a living, aren't they? If we didn't leave our, lubi- our, <laughs> our rubbish lying around, mm. um, they wouldn't be coming inland. They'd be living on the sea. Mm. Oh, well, the pigeons would be in their trees or whatever yeah they're only, they're only trying to find a bite to eat aren't they they are i agree with you by the way i mean i don't think the sight of a seagull you know pecking through a rubbish bin fills anyone's heart with love does it no um but it's why is it picking through the rubbish because we've left the rubbish there mm. why is it stealing our chips because we have chips mm. uh, you know and you can admire them for uh, you know they try and they get a little bit more confident and then before you know they're it they're very, eating they're your ice cream extremely clever and i think if you've never lived by the sea or spent a considerable amount of time by the sea you you won't know what it's like so you just can't and i have to mm. bear with us on this in oh. that when you've been woken up every morning in the summer at sunrise by the sound of murderers cackling to each other, mm. so much so that they, you start dreaming about them. 
Mm. Um, you, you know, you might think that you love the sound of seagulls because it reminds you of the summers of your childhood. But, you know, <laughs> try living in uh, Brighton for a summer and uh, I think yeah. anyone would change their mind. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or, yes. Or you have your, decide to have your lovely picnic um, on the beach mm. and then you end up having to eat it in 10 seconds because the Do seagulls you... <laughs> start crowding around you like, like gang members. There was that story about the uh, couple who, were, who uh, one of them in, uh, asked the other one to marry them over fish and chips and champagne on the beach. It was all ruined by a flock of seagulls coming in. Oh, well, I'm sure that's happened many a time. Yeah. I mean, I remember... Romantic us, mo- moments. I remember us going down there with a bottle of Prosecco and... Uh, <laughs> this is the, the cut price version, a bottle of Prosecco <laughs> and, some, and some chips. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the seagull doesn't care. Yeah, so there's, um, you know... When I say birds could be could help us to be well, I mean birds are just doing their thing, man. You know, mm. but um, their birds are fine, aren't they? And if they're not fine, it's because of us poisoning their food supply and so on. Mm. Let's leaving leaving that aside for the minute, though. Can birds help us to be well, Sam, or help you to be well? I've got a definitive yes. Right. Yes. That's I a, mean, that's a yes. For obviously, the birds. apologies to any. You know, if you've had a disease that's been caused by a bird, that's not very nice, is it? But well, um, yes, that's true. Yes. You know, they're not. Uh, they they come with their own health health warnings, don't they? For me. The having the experience of looking closely at the variations in the species mm. and um, how wonderful it is to get to know a whole variety of different kinds of bird species mm. and the names that are attributed to them and the colour, there's so much colour and interest if you start looking at birds. And the different calls, which I don't really know, apart from the, uh, obviously, the ones we just yeah. mentioned, the seagull yeah. and the pigeon. Um, yeah, I think there's so much to explore and to learn. That's it. That's exactly. There's so much to explore and to learn. And there's a cheekiness, there's humour there. And there's, again, there's that ability to connect with other people who also would look at a certain species of bird and perhaps identify or like the look of it. And then, you know, a conversation starts. So it's a wonderful way to meet people and to mm. connect with other people and a world to explore. Yes, indeed. And Sam, what's the most common bird in the world? Mm, good question. Um, I don't know. I should tell you. Yeah, um, I asked on a postcard. And the most common bird in the world is the chicken. Oh, yeah. We don't really think of them as birds, do we? They are birds. And obviously, mm. you know, there's a reason, which I won't spell out for you, why they're the most common bird in the mm. world. Um, yeah, something to think on for us all. Yes. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I agree. A poignant note. Yes, I agree, Sam. In general, birds can help us to be well. Um, they're not for everybody. I mean, if you know what I mean. Yes. Um, anyway, thank you, yeah, Sam. Yeah, good one. I like, enjoyed that. Thank you for listening. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>